Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome back into a special edition of WWL Sports Talk. We are hanging out at the brand new Rouse's Market here in Homa, 2233 Martin Luther King Boulevard. Rouse is the place to shop for liquor, wine, beer, and great food this holiday season. They are certainly spoiling us. Uh, happy to welcome in now to the radio huddle, Blake Rafino, CEO and founder of RU Serious Sports. And I guess you've been a busy, pretty busy man, Blake, with uh, the early signing period becoming official tomorrow. Man, Blake ain't got nothing to do for the next 48 hours. Nothing. You're sitting yeah, back taking kids. it easy. Yeah, two kids, a wife, early signing day. Sounds like no sleep for me. Well, 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 Blake, you did all your Christmas shopping? That's all done or what? Yeah, he's or... smart. He got his wife to do it. <laughs> that 1,000%. You know, I learned at an early age. You give them the money, they do the shopping, and it's an oh. you know, easy life. Uh, Blake, uh, today the word come down that uh, – Sage Ryan, who looked to be he was going to be off, he was in the transfer portal. Now he returns to the team. And Makai Wingle yep. practicing. So give us a little bit of a lowdown on that, uh, on Sage. Uh, I don't know why he would want to transfer. Is there a better spot for him to play than at LSU? Just get better. Yes, get better. Get better. You get an opportunity. Why you want to transfer? Because you had adversity? How about you drop your you-know-what and just get it done at LSU? Come and on. The other thing, too, Makai Wingle. Man, you talk about a stud player. Uh, people, oh, they didn't really miss it. What? Uh, come on. Uh, Makai Wingle, there's only one of them like that on that football team along that defensive line. Nothing against Jefferson. I thought he played pretty well this year. That was nobody in Makai Wingo's area code as a player. And, and, and when you think about that, Mike, uh, you know, when you think about Wingo leaving Missouri, look how good Missouri's defense even was. Just think him. if he'd have been on well, that defense. No, uh, that, that, that's what I'm saying, but that's good for LSU. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought today, um, look, he, he looked a little rusty, to be honest with you. I, I thought that he was chomping at the bit to get in there and practice. But ran with the second team, um, you know, didn't look – I mean, just looked rusty, you know, like looked like a guy that hadn't played in six weeks. Um, but Jordan Jefferson looked great. And, and Mike and – and, and, and uh, I, I, look, I, I'm going to be careful on how I say this because I, I don't want there to be, you know, any pushback on it in reference to, like, you know, in Jan- after January, oh, gotcha kind of thing. But I would not be shocked – if the big three interior defensive linemen come back, right? And um, I I think mainly due to the fact that they have not attacked the transfer portal the way that they have in the interior of the defensive line, somewhat makes me feel like that they're – that they feel like they are coming back. Sage Ryan did run with the second team today. Mike, I'm going to be honest with you, didn't, you know, kind of – didn't really do anything. The, The man of the day was Ashton Stamps. Okay, because Brian Kelly, I mean, Brian Kelly had challenged the corners when we walked into practice today, like was in their face grilling them. 
Now, if it, it would be one thing if Ashton Stamps was covering, you know, one of these freshman wide receivers. Mike, he locked down Brian Thomas Jr. Locked, dropped an interception, had a pass breakup on Brian Thomas Jr., and then hit uh, Malik Neighbors across the middle. And, look, they were popping today defensively, tackling. They were going at it. All right? Ashton Stamps stole the day. And, and should have had an interception. Great pass by Garrett Nussmeyer. Better play defensively. Mike, I'm telling you, this kid, Ashton Stamps, I don't know what's gotten into him the last six weeks, okay? <laughs> I, I, I am very intrigued by what I saw today. And then we go back out there on Thursday, so I'm going to be intrigued to see what he does there too. But today, today was won by Ashton Stamps out of Rumble. But, now, uh, what, what but, about – he mentioned Garrett Nussweiler. Okay, Mike, what do you all think on this? And I, I don't know because I'm an old fart, but, like, I think, uh, like, the young quarterbacks are – how do they handle when they think they're going to be the man and then they transfer a portal and then all of a sudden Swan comes in? Do they get their feelings hurt or are they just going to realize, i got to go out there and compete and win the job? <clears throat> okay, answer this question. You know more about Georgia high schools than me. Yeah. Where, where's Cherokee High School in Canton? In Canton, uh, uh, Georgia. Yeah, yeah. Mike, oh, is that uh, through you off? No, no, no. I, I know oh, Cherokee. You. Uh, no, I know it Cherokee just, High School. Woodstock, isn't it? Okay, yeah. No, no, no. Woodstock. That's a uh, suburb of uh, Atlanta. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, thought yeah, it was yeah. near. Yeah, Atlanta. no, no. I, I know Cherokee. I didn't know. I don't know all the podunk towns in Georgia, but I, uh, I got you. Yeah, no. It's in the. You know, it could be in the metropolitan area, Georgia. And would be fifty miles away. No, Mike, like eighty miles away. And they still consider that like the suburbs. <laughs> so well, a little look, bit I, about we, about what Bobby know. was saying, uh, Blake, is that, come on, Garrett can't have soft feelings about this. He, he's been handed yeah. the baton. Now you get two weeks of practice and you get the game to yourself now. Now, if, if somehow, some way, something happens to him physically, that, that would be the biggest concern. Right. You got nobody with nothing on the resume. Uh, as far as quarterbacks concerned, that's why you yeah. bring in an AJ Swan. Well, I, I mean, Mike, today we I called him FDR, meaning Garrett Nussmeyer, because he was dropping dimes. Uh, he looked really good today. I, I thought took complete control of the team, took complete control of the offense. They, I mean, look, the the running part of it that you got from Jane Daniels was not there. The offense did change a little bit. We'll dive into uh, to that a lot tonight at seven. Uh, about just what they were doing offensively. But, Mike, I've got to be real with you. Do I, do I think personally that Ricky Collins can work himself into being a good quarterback? Yes. He ain't there yet. I mean, today showed he is not there. He ran with the ones. He ran with the twos. He's not even remotely close in being ready. Okay? I, I mean, look, I, I, I compare him to Robbie Ashford be honest with you, maybe a little bit less uh, uh, precision on some things. He's Robbie Ashford, and he's not – Mike, he missed three wide-open passes that you had the entire offensive staff screaming at him, okay, during practice because he's missing Shelton Sampson, who had an explosive day, I might add, okay. But the bottom line is he's not, he's not reading it, he's not processing. So you ask about A.J. Swan. Barry rolled ankle and camp away, which, by the way, Garrett Nussmeyer had this year. Uh, just so people, you know, the listeners remember, we were there when Garrett Nussmeyer got rolled up on, okay? He, he was limping for about two weeks. The last 
scrimmage they had, he was immobile, okay, because he got rolled up on. A.J. Swan's a guy that has 400, roughly 400 passing attempts in the SEC. I don't care if it's at Vandy. I don't care if it's at Rudy Poutet. If you have 400 passing attempts in the SEC versus Ricky Collins, Mike, Mike and Bobby, he's not ready. He, he, do I think he can get there? Yes. I, I have a lot of faith in Ricky Collins' ability. The processing of what they were doing today is not there yet. So if you, I don't think Garrett has any – maybe I'm speaking out of turn here. I don't think he has any issues with A.J. Swan coming in, but you, I, I think Swan had to go to him and be like, listen, man, you get rolled up on and you can't go for a week, we're in trouble. All right. And so that's where I think that this comes in. It, this says more to me about Ricky Collins and what they believe. I mean, you're not going to throw 17 year old uh, uh, Colin Hurley out there. They're not going to do that. The kid's going to, is going to take a shirt. So maybe that's just me. Maybe, I, you know, I'm being a little too hard on Ricky Collins based off what we've seen uh, with Jay in the last couple of years, but he's just not ready processing wise. He's not there. No, you're not there. I mean, it's like all of a sudden you have a team, and you obviously every, every team, if you consider it a tradition or uh, an SEC, and like, uh, okay, uh, the playoffs are expanded uh, to 12 teams. Well, I don't care how bad LSU's defense is, and I think it's going to be a lot better, but i got to wait and see. But LSU should still be in the top 12. I mean, look, look they're going to have 12 playoff teams. I think the Tiger fan base expects us to be in the playoff hunt every year, now whether that comes to a national championship, and all of a sudden uh, you got to have depth at all the positions, and you cannot have, oh, my quarterback got knocked out, and the quarterback I'm putting in there is a virgin. Uh, no, you, you don't need no damn virgin uh, thrown into things. Now you might say, well, everybody got to get some experience somewhere, but you got to get the trust of the coaches and all that. That's why Swan makes sense to me because of that experience. Um, when you're trying no to provide question. depth and guys you can count on. Uh, Blake, one of the things yesterday that, that rolled up USC, they seem to be losing players multiple every day. But uh, Tackett Curtis. From Manny. Yeah, you and I saw him uh, at Manny, and he was a dominant player. Now, he got humbled as a freshman at USC. Man, no them guys in the Pac-12, uh, they're a little bit different than when I went up against, against Manny. But he's got a couple teammates that are at LSU or going to LSU. Your thoughts, is LSU in, in the, the hunt, running yeah. uh, for Tackett Curtis? I don't know about right now, no. Um, now, does that mean that they, you know, Mike, does that mean that they don't go after him after tomorrow? There's a strong possibility they do. From what I was told literally before I got on the phone with you guys was they're going to get through signing day tomorrow, Okay, if there's anybody that they want to get out of the portal tomorrow, they will, okay, and then they will address other needs. Here's the problem that they are running into. They have 87 scholarship guys right now, okay? Now, four of them aren't going to be playing, a couple of them, you know, coming in, and then you add it in the high school guys. They have, a, they have which is crazy, when, you know, when Coach O left, they had, you know, 36, 38, whatever it was, scholarship players. Now – they might have to tell some guys that they got to walk. Do you make room for Tackett Curtis? Yes. But as of right now, I do not believe that they have, are going to reach out to him until after tomorrow. Now, Corey Foreman just hit the portal, Mike, okay, from USC. I would not be shocked if 
the USC player that they reach out to first isn't Tackett Curtis, but it's Corey Foreman. So just throwing that out there. Now, I'm not saying they don't do it with Tackett, all right? But as of right now, I, I don't know. I don't think that they, as of right now, they get in the mix. But you look, you play in a bowl game against Wisconsin and they run all over you, I bet you get the phone call. Right. Yeah, and I would so, think so, Blake. Well, well, uh, with you know, that so being I, said, I, like, I just think uh, yeah. Foreman, um, okay. you know, you bring up, I mean, I don't know, LSU fans actually all night. Oh, it can't be status quo, eh, Baron? Come on, uh, come on, Bobby. We can't have the same uh, defensive staff and all that because that was embarrassing. You did not take yeah. advantage of having Jane Daniels winning the Heisman. And uh, now in the future, you know, you, uh, you, you would have been in the playoffs because you have 12 teams. But the, the point right. I'm making there uh, that they brought up to me is how uh, in a game and you're in charge of a defense, uh, it made, I mean, Bo Pelini, okay, we all know what he did against Mississippi State. But initially, at least initially had success when he was a LSU defensive coach. But when you think about what occurred, uh, you're giving up 700 yards of total offense, I mean, that, that, that right. to me, uh, now, is it just like, oh, he's going to all of a sudden work miracles? Because Coach Kelly, I mean, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he's more an offensive mind. You know, everyone has a background, not the defense. So, uh, I mean, uh, what do you expect if we don't change anything on the defensive side as far as coaching staff? Now, the trust factor and all that, but, but I'm telling you, uh, based on what our defense did, uh, that, that was a shame considering you had a quarterback like Jane yeah. Daniels, so we need to take advantage of that. Well, I think it's the reverse of <laughs> – can't believe I gotta say, I'm going to say this, but it's the reverse of Miles in a, in, a, in a little sense, right? Defensively, they're not there. And, and look, tomorrow they're going to sign a lot of good quality dudes, all right? None of them are – I shouldn't say none of them, but you, do you have enough along the defensive line? So not only are you having personnel issues – and staff issues, you can't have both. The truth of it is, is that we had two playoff teams with a secondary ranked 120th and 96th in Texas and Washington. You can't, you can do some things in the back end to help you and cover things up. If you're getting pushed around in the front seven it, in the SEC, it, it's not going to work. Bobby, I, I have no idea how they don't make changes. Like, I, I really don't – I really just can't envision them going into uh, 2024 with the same coaching staff. I, I can't see it. Now, if they do, they're, they're trying to give everybody a mulligan. And, look, Brian Kelly did not fire Brian Foley in a year ago. He demoted him. So, I, I do not – I just cannot envision they're not being shake-up. Now, do I think some of them deserve a little grace? Yes. You know, maybe Steeples, to some extent, deserves grace. He was pushed on to him. Denver Harris, he was pushed on to him. Deuce Chestnut from the portal. Is that his fault? Then he had freshman corners. And, by the way, he had to use two safeties at the boundary. So, maybe does a Steeples or a Cooks stay put? Maybe so. I just don't know if I can envision. And, look, they got to go get a D-line coach. I love Coach Jancic more than the next human being. He will tell you that this is not a good year. They got to go get a D-line coach. So I don't know what's going to happen, but I I would be absolutely I would bet one month's mortgage that, that this coaching staff is not going to be the same going into 2024. Well, before we let you run, I can tell you this: uh, with Coach Kelly, 
Uh, he's going to be held accountable next year if the defense sucks again. I know that. No doubt. And you might be well, next. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. I mean, Blake look, definitely. The bottom line is Georgia ran a spot. Pro Football Focus did this. Uh, Georgia ran a spot on Milrow 37% of the time. 37% of the time when they ran those play, those five plays on him, guess how many rushing yards he had? One. We Whoa. did not do it. So, so again, how, how, how are we – like, you can't allow that kind of stuff to happen, okay? And so, look, I don't want to get fined, <laughs> so I'm just going to leave it be, but I, I can't see it. They, you, can't, you can't roll the same staff out there, in my opinion. All right, Blake. Thank you, Blake. Thanks, Thank guys. you, Blake. Always appreciate the time. Thank you, yes, Blake. Sir, that yes, was sir. founder. That was the founder and CEO of Are You Serious Sports Network, Blake Rafino. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 